By pressing play, you've been transported to a dimension where there will be no apologies given for the ridiculous and random comments made by your host and their guests. Thank you for listening and enjoy the experience. Yo, here we are again on a Monday at a table. Beer cans, face masks, headbands, all day. Oh, yes, oh, yes. It's another Monday. It's another Monday in the universe that's been around since God knows how long. And it's episode 19 of Yo, Yo Where the Captions at? at? At Where they at? Where they at? At, 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 where they at? Where they at? Where they at? Where they at? Where the catchers at? Yo, where the catchers at? Yo, where the catchers at? Yo, guess what, guys? Don't want your phone vibrate. I hope nobody takes this. It's just like that. Yo, where the catchers at? As always, I'm your host, Kelsey Show, aka K Sensei, the coolness of the youth. Join with me today, as always, my bro host. You know, the one that trained under Kakashi, the one-nine bandit, Rasta the Co. And joining us always, making sure this audio comes out as crispy as possible, as drippy as it can, as efficient as it can, weekly as it can, is our boy, Daniel with a D, Rojas. He ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> exactly. And join us today as our special guest host is none other. You heard him. On, you heard him before on this podcast. Is our homie, the man that has blessed us with the presence of being able to record out of his home since that Rona has been plaguing not only this nation but the whole planet, planetary, planetary minutes. The boy Chris with the silent H. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and we're and also joining us today is a special guest. He's one of our homies. We know I've known him since I moved out here to Colorado Springs in 2000. Yes, and Roscoe has technically known him longer than me, even though it's not been a, a long time between the two. The one, the only, Wally Gator, Wally World. The Skywalker, the Lucas, the motherfucker, the one and only, the spotted one, the mark one, Roscoe's son, Luke Raymond Wally the third, the heir to the Wally Wool Federation. Yes, ladies, he's into all that money, but now, nah, bitches, you can't get with him because he's spoken for it, and I can't wait to go to that wedding. Ooh-wee! Well... We always speak in, everything into existence. None other than our friend, my best friend, our brother. Woo, Wally. Yeah. <laughs> you just, like, aired out all of his laundry right there in that intro. That was, like, there was a rash. He got an ointment. That wasn't all of it. It's not a rash. That it's a birthstone. I ain't going to talk about he was digging down bitches in the backyard he when he was going with the heat. He created a new disease that he was oh, immune to. Oh, and Possible. I ain't gonna talk about how he went to his. Possible? I ain't gonna talk about how he went to senior prom and homecoming dressed, dressed like, like R. Kelly. <laughs> Money. Exactly. Straight like a pimp. Exactly. And he's on today's episode to geek out with us about a particular anime. Some would argue about. Some some would argue that it's the goat of all animes, but we don't get to that a little bit later. But always we want to start off with yo, what's popping when we talk what about be popping? Exactly, we about to talk about that, and we just go into what's going on in the world of pop culture and geek them. And I'm just gonna go off the gates and start off with New Mutants, new release date, September fourth, Disney Plus. 
It's coming. They finally decided to do that shit. Oh, so they really putting it on the plus? Oh, okay, yeah. Finally. That um, trailer that you may have seen online was real. They announced that it will be coming on the 4th, but overseas, it still may be released on the August... Delayed. Delayed to that well, August release date. But technically, won't be delayed for overseas watchers, because... No, technically, it will still be delayed, because usually... Overseas gets it before us. Yeah, and since they're like getting- literally like people stream Australian versions or European versions of movies, like just so we can see it first. Yeah. Exactly because fucking I- midnight release. We're gonna watch it at seven thirty. Yeah, because I know a uh, tenant is getting a uh, international release date while we still have to wait on the back burner because we can't keep mask on. Can't slow down the curve, baby. <laughs> I mean, you came, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and with that being said, there's also other movie news. The boy Dave Franco, I don't know if y'all heard this, but he has signed on to play none other than the greatest rapper in history. The one, the only, the arguably the only person maybe that could say they cooler than me. The one and only Ice Ice Baby himself, Vanilla Ice. We Rob the, Van Winkle? Yes, we getting the Rob Van Winkle, Go Ninja, Go Ninja biopic starring Dave Franco. And he about to get hung over the balcony. I can't wait for this Yerp. action scene. Stop. It might be Collaborate play, and listen. listen. Uh, we don't own the rights to that, so don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that shit's coming. Like, I'm a Vanilla Ice fan, like most kids of the 90s, early 90s. Like, we all know his songs. These late 80s babies. Exactly. Go Ninja, go Ninja, Ninja, go. And Loki, that's the only reason why we love Secret of the Ooze, is because of the soundtrack and Go Ninja Go. Other than that. Hey, man, the armor looked good. They did, but other, other the than suits that. look good, too. Nah, not compared to the first one. Like,. It's arguably, it, it, arguably, it doesn't age arguably, that well. It's not arguably. bad. It's not Turtles in Time, like the third one bad. Which was even better. No, it was no. not. That, I was like Turtles in Time. Well, Turtles in Time was the Super Nintendo game. The Samurai Ninja Turtle 3 was back in time. was still... It was. And it was... It was all right. See, the thing that... It wasn't better than the other two. No, it was better for me was the fact that I actually put it back in Feudal Japan. And don't make it a good movie. But I mean, you put, but you put, <laughs> but, but, the I best mean, part you, you of that movie is that Casey Jones and the Warriors that got traded with the Turtles. Because obviously, in their time travel version, you had a like, all right, five guys came from the past, so we're gonna take five guys from the future. And it goes back into time travel physics. Like you can only they created new time exactly. travel. Exactly, you can't take what you don't have. Like you have yeah. to resort. It's like. Alchemy, like you can't yeah. create nothing. Equivalent in exchange. Exactly. There it I is. wanted to say that exactly. without saying. Exactly. Thank you. Oh yeah. So you had them five come Money. back. They did Fuck all you, that shout shit. Tucker. <laughs> 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 but yes, that shit's happening. And segueing off of one Ninja Turtle property to another one, you Yusaki Yojimbo. If you're familiar with Ninja Turtles, the, the Samurai rabbit. rabbit. Yes, it's getting his own Netflix series coming in 2021. And that shit's going to be dope just because if you watch the latest incarnation of the Ninja, Ninja Turtles cartoon outside of Rise of Ninja Turtles, they cross over with him. So it's just a moment of time when he gets his own Netflix series for when we actually get the Turtles brought into his dimension. Because Netflix also are working closely with Nickelodeon and Nickelodeon currently owns the right to the Ninja Turtles. So that shit should be cool. 
Eastman and Laird are working towards buying it back because they actually have re-collaborated in the recent past. And they're like, remember what it's like to be like, we made these amazing stories and we could do it again. Again, exactly. And that'd be dope for real Turtle fans going back to the ground rules. They're already almost doing it without like... They're trying to beat the the royalties and beat out the timelines. Yeah, that's that's the move too. Especially like that goes into like with like um, when Disney they get and it back, Fox. Yeah, yeah. I think when we get it back, we're gonna get a grown up Ninja Turtles fucking series. Oh, where we already that's interesting to say that because we already getting the Seth Rogen reimagining of an animated universe, and they also are still trying to do a live action turtle universe. So there's some way. We could get a more adult Ninja Turtles verse, preferably like you mentioned, on Netflix, where you could be a little more R-rated. You don't have to cater. It'll it be Daredevil-esque. Exactly. So you don't the have the first be, season of Daredevil. Exactly. Take out was, the teenage, make it just Ninja Turtles, so it could be like post Splinter. Because totally. in the comic book, Splinter is dead. Well, currently, and, but don't ruin that for everybody. Well, currently in the comic book, and if you watch that last Ninja Turtle series before Rise, he died too. So we're not used to the Turtles without. Their, their father. father. So that'd be a way to see how it could go into a more more, more mature area. Mm-hmm. And speaking of taking things from our childhoods and the nani into a more mature route, the Power Rangers reboot movie has basically unofficially officially said it's gonna be in um T V continuity. Like our T V, the nineties. Yeah, it's like the nineties till currently, like So kinda like when they brought back it in, in the comics, the Power Rangers uh, a Mighty Morph Power Rangers. Not necessarily because the comic verse is a loose continuity of the television verse. But it was way more adult. Exactly. But with this one, it's going to be from the Mighty Morphin to the Beast Morpher universe because me and Ross still watch Power Rangers to this day. So they're talking about the movie is going to involve some time travel where presumably the Red Ranger, they might make a female, has to go back and visit former Power Rangers and the TV series continuity. And speaking of the series going back in time and dealing with um, past events, Lando, the prequel series to like Star Wars and Solo, is in early works right now with Donald Glover coming back to reprise his role as Lando Calrissian, made famous by Billy D. Williams in the original um, trilogy. So that would be something um, to look forward to. From Disney, but then at the same token, Disney has been announcing a lot of things that it works for. But with this coronavirus and this pandemic happening, it's very disingenuous as to the fact that, like, will when will this come out and will you actually make this happen? Because it's easy to say we're doing this just for you, like, two months later to be like, no, fuck it. We can't. We won't. And Next year. But exactly. To be, but to be honest with you, I really hope it does come out. I mean, Billy D. Williams as Lando Calrissian, it was just perfect. And his appearance in the last Star Wars movie, I mean, it was it was, it was was awesome. It was really good. So you like how the fact that he just came in and took a black woman and flew off into space with her to find her parents? <laughs> you know what's that's dumb. not the whole point of this story. Point. No, no, I never said it was a point. I just asked a question. Just, <laughs> just, just the appearance, just his appearance. Oh, okay, what's dumb is his blackface. They, that's supposed to be a daughter. <laughs> Billy Dee doesn't have that's to so do dumb. blackface. I know that. Why, why would they, Why would the only other black person be his daughter? 
And he already fucking. <laughs> oh my god. He was fucking that robot the whole time. We all know that Donald Glover in that solo movie was fucking that robot. That's why she had that pissy ass attitude. <laughs> Lando be fucking. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Oh my god. Cold 45 and Tuesday. Did that, baby, that's all we need. Legitimately. That robot was like, I need a better filter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And he was like, say through East Palmdale, sitting on dating Rams. Uh, okay. <laughs> Speaking of Disney and their films, um, Hawkeye has finally cast its Hawkeye. Ooh. Uh, you mean Clint yeah. Barton or no. Yes, Kate Bishop oh. has finally be ca- been cast as Haley Steffield, who they wanted to get to play the character from Jump Street. And if you're not familiar with that, um, there was a comic book called Young Avengers when there was there were younger analogs of previous Avengers and fucking Kate Bishop was the Hawkeye on that squad. And Disney has all already been trying to set in place and create those breadcrumbs for you to follow for there to be an official young Avengers squad on the in the movies or on Disney Plus. But Haley Steffield was one of the people they always wanted for the role. They saw her at the beginning after the Bumblebee movie did what it did. Arguably the best Transformers movie besides the first one. But that bar is very, very low. Hello. Live action wise, not coming on the animated movie from the 80s because we all know that's the best that's one. That's the greatest one. Point blank, period. But no. So Why did he die? Exactly. Fucking Autobots. But low-key, she has Rod, been cast... Rod, Rodham is prime. Exactly. She's been cast as Kate Bishop. We're now waiting for official, official word, but from very reputable sources, they said the ink is dry. She will be the new Hawkeye, while Hawkeye will continue to train her, but he will be in his Ronin persona. And another thing, too, I know that we talked about prequels beforehand with Lando, the Witcher has just been announced to get a six-part prequel series called Blood Origin that mm-hmm. takes place um, 1,200 years prior to the current series. And just give me more Witcher. Because Game of Thrones gave us that false sense of hope. Like, as soon as the series is over, we're going to get all these prequels. Never happened. But I trust in Netflix. Because when Netflix tell you they're going to give you another series, they're going to give you a prequel, you're going to get it. So come on, Witcher. Which it on me. And going from one realm of, I guess you said, medievalness, magic, Dragon Prince has been signed on for four more seasons on Netflix. I can't wait for that shit. It's chill. It's dope. If you like Game of Thrones, if you like The Witcher, you like Avatar The Last Airbender, if you haven't watched it yet. And also, speaking of sequels, Sonic 2 is coming in 2022. That shit was just announced this week. I still haven't even seen the first one. You need to. It's fun. Watch it with your ninos and your ninas. Like, it's a family movie. Same. Don't expect a lot, but it's not bad. But expect to love it. Just like with Frozen 2. Did you watch Frozen 2 with them? Um, Frozen 2? Uh, no. Um, no. Luke, you know you watched Frozen 2 with your nieces and nephews. Actually, I did know. Well, I know I you did. watched was the first one. Exactly. It's that simple. Word, so you didn't see the movie, so you have all the time in the world to see the movie. Actually, you don't have all the time in the world. You have two years to see the movie before the sequel comes out. And before then, what you need to do is watch Avatar The Last Airbender, because if you have it, the girl Toph is getting her own graphic novel 
The Metal Bending Academy? Exactly. That is coming next year, 2021, because the Kiyoshi Tales second volume came out earlier this this year, year, and I just got that shit on audiobook because I can't wait to listen to that. And for all those out there, once again, you if you listen to this week's episode of Escaping Podcast, I talked about Avatar, The Last Legend Airbender, and Legend of Korra, and how Legend of Korra is coming to Netflix on August 14th. So if you haven't watched the original series, do that. Watch the sequel and fall in love with my favorite character of the whole series, that girl Toph. Mm-hmm. Ross, speaking of Toph, she had a belt. She had a championship belt because she was the greatest earthbender in her nation. So speaking of niggas with belts, what you want to talk about wrestling? Uh, Keith Lee actually gave up his North American belt and mm. now he's currently giving other wrestlers the opportunity. So they're having triple threat qualify- qualifying matches for the next takeover for those people to... And for all those listening, the... Was the North American Championship is the mid card belt in NXT, yes. which is a WWE, WWE's. Mm-hmm. Uh, how would you say, it, Ross? Their uh, their development, their development brand, but they're not trying to. Their NXT it. brand. No, no, it, it is NXT. It, it's, it's called NXT, but it's a development oh. brand. So like F. Uh, FCW was technically what they used to be called, but it's like their Triple A league. Before they get to the majors. Yeah. So all wrestling is the same, but now they just... It's No, well, technically, instead of, like, basically them picking up indie wrestlers and having them going through their develop... Basically, they... What they, they show their development yeah, instead of yeah. letting the them go through the exactly. unseen yeah. process. Exactly. So they give us, like, this is the starter brand, so you build your so, way. It's like a choning exam. Like, before you become a ninja ninja, you got to go through all this, and then you get get to go to the main stage. And you go, yeah, you the go through, these, you go through the big test the to show that exactly. you're worth your fucking spot. Exactly. Yep, yep. And, and, if, and sometimes, if you are in the majors... You already should know it, but like, yo, you lacking. They sing you back it down again. You, you didn't get the right certifications, so you're not a Jonin. You're still a Chunin. And are sometimes if people they just don't like being up at the main roster and they came from NXT, they so you're like a young back. Iwabi. Yeah. Yes, exactly like Iwabi. Word. In New Japan, they just had the Sengoku Lords uh, event where Evil fought. Uh, Humari from LIJ and defeated him, as well as NATO claimed that uh, Evil's just holding both belts on rental, so he's gonna come back and get his property. Mm. So, you know, a lot of these names I know you're talking about actual Japanese wrestling, but those are straight Boruto names right now, bro. Yeah, we're talking about Humari and fucking mm, that's that's Boruto's sister. Yup. She's but, uh, she's better than Hanabi and Hinata and fucking Neji and the Uzumaki clan. True, true. Yeah, that's all the wrestling news I have for this week. And with that being said, I'm just going to talk about a, quick, a couple of albums that came out over the weekend. Because why? WDCA7 is the current playlist for this month of July. I don't, but some people will. I will never do that to you, baby, when it comes to the musical selections that we like. I just hate you because I just got that joke. <laughs> Word. LOL. Out loud. So, Taylor Swift dropped the album Folklore. Sad. N- not what I expected for her, because I thought it was going to be more upbeat, hee-hee-ha-ha, poppy Taylor no. Swift. But Folklore is a sad-ish, kid cutty country pop album. Not all country. No, that's what I, 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 I literally... Country-esque. No, no. It's 
It's a country pop, Kid Cudi, emo yeah, album. That's what I said. But I'm just saying, it's not always country, though. But no, no, but it's hard for you to say that when you didn't listen to the album. The greatest folklore song of all rock. time is called I See Fire by Ed Norton. No, 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 but this is about her album. Now you're talking about some shit that don't even pertain to her album. I'm just talking about folklore. I know, but folklore, if you would listen to the album, you would understand her folklore. Because she started a whole track with like, yo, I was in love with a man, but like he ate too many hot dogs, then he died. I was like, oh, yo. Yes, literally. She was like, yo. We just rolling. He had a just heart rolling. condition, and I didn't pay attention, so now he dead. And guess what? That's the end to this Duck Dynasty this ditzy chick era, yeah, old horrible. money, and motherfucking young Nashville. So a lot of her songs are very sleepy, a long rant. dark. It's not a rant when it's factual. This won't make it <laughs> And it's just like one of those things, like that album was not what I expected it to be. But once I realized what we were getting into, I'm cool with it. I feel with T-Swizzle. Lupe Fiasco dropped a new album called House, which is actually not just him. It's him collaborating with going. other um, artists and Virgil. If you, if you fuck with fashion, Kanye, you know about Virgil. And the whole Supreme off-white brand. Logic dropped a new album called No Pressure. Didn't listen to that, no but I'm waiting too. on it. I'm waiting on it. No Cascade you dropped just, the album. Not to interrupt, you heard a little bit on the intro on the setup. That's what one of the, the songs you were playing? Those were like three of the songs you were playing until we shut it down. Exactly. I was vibing to that. Like I started it, but I was that trying was, to That get, was mid-album. Exactly. I was trying to get up for my day, and the way the album starts, like... That's not the energy that's going to get me moving. That's no, the energy the, the I first wind song, down to. The first song is a big wind up. Oh. You were like, you caught the middle of the album, the kind of like the hit little skits and little Word. little uh, intermissions. Hell yeah. Because I'm going to fuck with the album, but I was like, nah, I'm not in the right headspace for is this it Bobby, t- Is it Bobby Quarantino's? No, it's, oh, so it's, no it's, un- it's, it's called No Pressure 2. There's Young Sinatra... There's logic, and but none of his personas are black, even though he's half black. Yeah, but <laughs> this persona that's my joke is button. the opposite to pressure. Oh, okay, because he made pressure one of his first mixtapes. That's true. To that easy ease beat, that uh, easy e beat that. Of course. To that easy e fucking little scramble beat that they made. The first joint that he just that he ever dropped, right? That went viral. It wasn't his first, but that's like but the one that really. Went viral, that's what tipped him. Yeah. That's what tipped him. People knew him, but, but that's what tipped him when he yeah, hit on the easy e beat. Yeah, I remember that track. Yeah, right. when he hit that pressure beat, and then he has two albums now to the no pressure, slower beat kind of hit a clean flow thing. Kind of like what you just did. I guess so. Did I? <laughs> also, Neon Trees dropped a new album. Sam Smith dropped a little five-song EP to coincide Still with his um, last EP. Maroon 5, Seven Esco, Jaden Smith, Jaden the Messiah, Kali Minogue, Ski Master, Slump God, all dropped new singles this week prior to you listening to the last episode. All those songs are on the playlist for this month, so check those out and enjoy that shit. And right now, we're going to take a little break so you can hear about all the new acquisitions coming to the podcast network. Escaping, we're doing big things, hopefully brighter things, hopefully things that bring more people into this community. Because Three we're guys, all hum- ten eyes. Yes, because we're all human beings, baby. 
How's it going, guys? This is Daniel. And Kelsey Show, a.k.a. Kelsey Greer. And today we're going to give you a little introduction to a new show that's coming to our network. Our network is growing and we're really excited about what's happening. But instead of us telling you about the show, we figured we'd let the hosts of it bring you in on what's coming up. Guys? All right. Hey, guys. Uh, we are Three Guys, Ten Eyes. Uh, just three guys. Two of us wear glasses. Simple math. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we just are going over... Simple entertainment topics, pop culture, sports, music, interviews, and stuff like that as well for the local scene. Yeah, we're just going to try to bring up the community. If you have anything that you're starting up, your career, we'd like to have you on the show. Just hit us up. We have Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. Yeah, all of those at three guys, uh, ten eyes. Ten eyes. Word. And do you want to give us the uh, names individually, or is this one collective? Is this, an like an an, yeah, is this an anonymous thing, yeah. or are you all three attached like a Cerberus? Uh, well, <laughs> we are all three attached at the hip. It's kind of, it's, it's kind of like Siamese twins. I have to say. Them hips don't lie, though. Well, yeah. it's actually more hips than could lie. Uh, unfortunately, we have very small hips, so we're just literally... Like an Instagram model. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, I go by Young Pyramid. Uh, I also make music, so check me out well, on what that. What type of music do you make? I make hip-hop uh, and like alternative hip-hop. Do you hip -hop. play live instruments or just like... No, like it's that? it's all like he beats the and then I make my own lyrics and yo, I rap. Yeah, we might have to talk, bro. We might have to talk. <laughs> heard, heard. No, we will talk. So when can we expect uh, to hear from you guys next? Uh, we are posting every Tuesday. We go live right now on Facebook. Uh, that'll be going on every Sunday and probably for another three weeks. Uh, and that's on my on my Facebook, Derek Shreve. You want to go? We got his name now. Okay, write yeah. that down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> my social my my social is six six six. So hit me up. <laughs> Dude, we just lost our whole Christian following. Right? No, 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 no. On this network, I think you just no, they, built some more. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. You can't believe in God while believing in the beast, baby. Cool, cool. And then, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm yeah, Ultimate cool. Dusty. Uh, I just do gardening and oh, gaming. Right. Yeah. What type oh, of gardening? All kinds, man. We got pumpkins growing, watermelon what? growing. I've been trying to grow some collard greens. My garden's been fucking up lately, but then again, I haven't put too much intensity. Okay, to it. yeah, I we haven't uh, tried no collard greens, but we got kale and lettuce and all that good stuff okay. coming in. Uh, just today, we harvested some cucumbers and tomatoes. Hey, yo, you grow some tomatoes, give them to me when they're green. I'm frying them some bitches up. Same you can probably do, do that with the yeah the, the abusive husband. Exactly, yeah, it's always. Crazy. And uh, you. <laughs> Uh, I'm Christian. I don't rap or garden. I just work at a grocery store. Damn, yes. <laughs> you are a fucking man. The everyday essential. person. Yep. Yes. Uh, too essential. Sometimes, <laughs> too essential. <laughs> so we're looking forward to having you guys on the network. And I know that you listening out there right now, I can't tell you how exciting this is, how fucking wet you should be getting. <laughs> don't do that. I'm, I'm dripping. <laughs> I'm honestly a little scared. Right? Mop around should be. Yeah, no, no. A healthy dose of fear will always keep you alive. It's, it's kind of just one of the rules of the network. You come in here, we all get naked, we record, and it's good to be a little afraid. Well, so well, <laughs> Saves you on AC well, costs, too. Well, well, well. The fact that we are in a basement and it's cooler does not help the fact that I'm still sweating. Um, we have them coming onto the network starting next month. Be ready, because it's going to get crazy. Guys, thanks for being here, and... Uh, Let's get back to the show. Exactly. So hopefully you guys that went online and start following the latest acquisition to the Escapement Podcast Network. And right now we're going to get to the meat of this show. Yo, we geeking out. And today, yep, we're geeking out about none other 
and arguably the greatest anime of all time. It's definitely in my top three. Some people say it's number one, but no, we're all entitled to our own opinions, and it's none other than the show Naruto. Also, because we're anime cats, cause, so we're going to um, lump in Shadoopim too, because some people separate those. But for right now, we're going to talk about both as a tandem. Naruto was created by Masashi Kishimoto. Anyways. <laughs> Masashi Kishimoto. Yes, what he said. So Naruto, the manga, started with the pilot in August. 18th to be precise, 1997 was the year. And then September 21st, 1999, that's when it started. And the, anime, the manga actually ended in November 10th, 2014. So with the um, anime, it started October 3rd, 2000. And then it went to 2007 with 220 episodes. Shadoopin started February 15th, 2007 and ended March 23rd, 2017. That's the anime with over 500 episodes. So just that, just numbers alone, it shows you how long it's been in the game and how much of its culture it has given us as fans of this. A long time. A long time, a lot of episodes, characters galore, <laughs> character development, intertwinedness. Like, me, technically almost like Dragon Ball. Different, yeah, it's like when it went from Dragon Ball to Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball Z. Z. Exactly. It so, went from Naruto to Naruto Shippuden. Exactly. And now, you know, we're, we're barely going to touch on it, but there's a third yes, part to this. Exactly. We're not going to get on that third part in this episode because that's going to be in the future and in the whole series next year. But with that being long, there's so much to get into that we're not even going to get to everything right here. But what we will get into in this episode is just the crux of it. The typical anime tropes, topic points. So we're going to start that shit off with just talking about our favorite characters. So since Luke, you're our guest, what's your top three favorite characters in Naruto? See, Naruto probably number two. Jiraiya, number one. Okay. And, uh, okay, Pervy Sensei. Okay, all right. Well, I mean, I got my reasons. Sexy books? Your reasons don't not, matter. Your favorite character is your favorite character. Well, regardless. true. I was like, I, th- I think overall, Jiraiya's character was, you know... One he, of the best. I mean, from from a character standpoint, yeah. yeah. It was Who's like, he, he, brought, he brought some things to it. Um, third one, I'd probably have to say... Uh, probably Kakashi, just because of his backstory. Okay, Naruto... Kakasuke, Jirai, all right, all right, Chris, what's your top three favorite characters? Because I know it's not, nobody has this one favorite character, even though they say, like, no. Yeah, I mean, there's multiple, there's, there's, there's multiple. We yeah, already there. know, and you guys from a previous My Hero episode, I'm not typical fan favorite guy, so I'm a Nara guy all day. Shikamaru? Wait, wait, Nara, which one was Nara? The Nara clan. Shikamaru. Okay. Oh. Shikadai. Shikaku. Shikadai, Shikadai is from uh, Baruto, the, but all right. Any of the Nara clan okay. are tactical geniuses mm. on yeah. top of their... They're Spocks. Yeah. On yeah. top of their... Yeah. Super logical and very strategic on top of that fantastic shadow stitching jutsu. Mm. That will shut... Like, that'll shut... Like, Naruto has shadow clone jutsu. You can literally kill all his clones like pew, bam, done. If your technique is on that level. If you were there, and most of them are. Like, Shikadai mm. is potentially 
gonna shut some shit down, but that's super future shit. Yeah, but yeah. um, uh, so besides, we'll just say Shikamaru number one, Shikamaru Nara, Asuma Saratobi. Oh, that's a good one. Number two, mm-hmm. this guy taught Naruto wind control and was part of the fourth uh, uh, Hokogi clan, the Saratobis. Uh, young Konohamaru is a Saratobi too. Right, oh, right. Uh, yeah. And uh, in in the teacher that was like, "Yo, Naruto, you got you got." He he kill. taught yeah, well, and he taught Naruto wind control, even though his team was, I believe, uh, uh, Kiba Kaiba mm. with Akamaru with the dog. Yeah, and uh, Kiba. Yeah, Kaiba, and the bug, nigga. Kiba Kaiba. Yeah, Shino, uh, oh, Naruto's shit. wife. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, and he created a super strong team with a mm-hmm. very... Their team was all about presence and knowing the battlefield. Mm. Yep. But... Because it's hard to fight if you can't awesome, fight when you feel. Yeah, but Asuma was the one that was taught them, like, doesn't matter how badass you are, all your friends got to fight with you, too. Mm. And then, number three, it's probably going to be Shino. He was OP mm. as fuck in Naruto, the original run. Shibuden, he fell out. And then you get in the future stuff, and you see his relevance again, mm. which he never should have lost. True, Ross, your top three. Oh yeah, uh, number three is gonna go to Pain. <gasps> number two is gonna. Cause he's a Decepticon ass nigga. He's always gonna have a villain. <laughs> yeah. oh. All your niggas gonna be villains. Yep. Number two is gonna be uh, Obuto Uchiha, and number one is gonna Toby. be Toby. Obito, Toby. Yep. My name's Kunta. All it took took was one real change and knowing the truth, and he would have been Hukagi in the first. Uchi and Hukagi. And number one was Itachi. Not without that Zetsu Tower. He's got got a point. He's got a point. And that boy Itachi was with some other shit. All all the Chias are fucking... They up there. At the age of seven, was he, he, he was already a, predi- a prodigy. At the age of seven, was already looked upon from the third Hukagi and was like, he gonna be Hukagi. And it was on like, fast forward to the Great Ninja War, it was on like him and Marauder was like, oh, we came back to life? Oh, I'm not dying again. Right? <laughs> we back here, back here. Even before the Ninja War, the only reason why Kakashi is the copycat ninja with the shot and gun is because Obito gave him an eye. For and you his don't graduation fi- and no, you don't find that out until way later in the series. You find that out in Shibuden when and they go into the Kakashi was Chronicles. Like, what, what was it like? The three hundred, like up into three hundred episodes. Four exactly. Episodes ever. It's only the Kakashi Chronicles is four episodes, but you're like, this is what happened. And that's a great thing too about Naruto. Like Naruto get criticized a lot for having mad fillers, but some of those like four part episodes give you the most. Story that you get from any other 20 episode arc. And for me personally, my top three favorite, no particular order, my boy Neji, mm-hmm. the boy Gara, mm-hmm. and that nigga that's all about them hands, that boy Rock Lee. Yeah. Because Rock, because uh, Ross, <laughs> would you like that too? Because Rock Lee focuses on Tai Jitsu. Would you tell the people quickly about the three Jitsus? There is Tai Jitsu, which where is all physical hand to hand combat. <laughs> Jinjutsu, which is where they use their use the hand signals to uh, do summonings, which could be illusions. And then there's ninjutsu. Genjutsu. 
is all about fucking like mind warping and like trapping some mind manipulation like the yeah. boy Slade. Right. Yeah. And ninjutsu. And ninjutsu Luke would be it would be like, you know, your fire, wind, earth, that type of stuff, and combining it all together to actually create one jutsu. Like the war- Rasengan, for example? Uh, yes, exactly, like the ra- uh, Rasengan. Right? Or the lightning technique that Shikaski. Right. Well, even the, the Mitsukage, the water and fire bending to create lava style, which is... Kind of a, a which is pro. kind of a rare one. I mean, you don't really see that very often. Well, but mixing jutsus is what usually gets you the crazy, like over the top, like even ground and air creates the uh, particle dismantling. Mm-hmm. Mm. The uh, the like. Then one one a Koski cat said that right. Yeah. No, no, that was uh, that was not Oboy the, from not um, the from uh, the uh, well, no. Rockville or what uh, was it? Uh, the, when they did the the resurrection jutsu, it was like the second Kokoge, the original yeah. creator of yep. the particle dismantling jutsu, and passed it down to the the Sukakage, the third Sukakage, mm. who kept throwing his back out, mm. even though he was still <laughs> a badass. Right, yeah. further into the future, the pole sitter. Hell <laughs> yeah. yeah! And for those that don't know. What New World is about is basically about a little orphan boy who had a demon sealed inside of him, and then he wants to be the greatest ninja in his village, which basically is the Hokage, and he's a protector of the village. And it's his journey coming up into that mantle while loving his friends, defending his village, and being the pillar of his community. And with that being said, who are the two people in the Rudo's life? That helps him along this journey, Ross. Well, there's actually three, but... Yes, you're right. His... Then again, we can say four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, I'll ten. Say... But all right, we're going to start off with the obvious two. There's but about seven and his... a half. Yeah. But, but, it's all... two. but it's his teammates from Team Seven as seven? well as their sensei. It's their sensei, Kakashi, and his two uh, peers, as well as known as his teammates, Sakura and Sasuke Uchiha. You ain't put no respect on Sakura's last name. What was it? What is her last name? I believe uh, it's Sakura. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know, I know, I know. They've said it a couple times I it's in the room. Sakura Nakamura, but no, it's not. Becomes, it's not. It's not. Nakamura, then she be, well, no, but then she becomes Sakura Uchiha. That's what's funny. Like we all like a lot of fandom trash Sakura for being trash, but I just realized I know most people's. First and last name in this shit, except for Sakura. It's just like Sakura. We don't need to know this whole name. She trash Sakura trash. I think, I, I think really everyone came out like at least latest Sonata is latest Sonata. Like yo, well no, that's different. <laughs> yeah, she leaves Sakura that Haruno. Yes, that's. And guess right. what? Nobody knows shit about the Haruno's. Yeah, she becomes a, <laughs> she becomes a new Chia. Oh, that's funny and. How do they, arouse? how do they help Naruto along his journey? If you um, well, with Sasuke, he ends up becoming his personal rival, somebody that he's trying to better up and top because Sasuke is the, in this culture, he is what would be considered the class rep because he has the highest score in mm. their ninja school. Mm. and uh, He's a natural at it. Yeah, he's a natural prodigy. Things. Yeah, he's which I use a lot in Japanese anime culture is the word prodigy. And then he's uh, ahead of his class. Streets ahead. Yeah, streets. Street. Thanks, Pierce. 
As well as we find out that Naruto is streets behind. <laughs> <laughs> you on that old Bro, curve. he ain't streets behind. He just don't get no love. The class clown. But you know what? Ninja- I mean, he's got his intentions. He's not good at ninjutsu at the beginning. No, he wasn't. But you know and what? He, that kind of made. That's what made the character, but, you know, so great. Is what was randomly that he didn't good know what he was doing in the beginning and then became something great. But what was randomly good, though, was that after knowing that he's feeling. May get kicked out of school. He goes, steals a secret uh, scroll. Oh, the secret ninja scroll. Yeah, from the Haruka Sensei or Eruka Sensei mm-hmm. is the one that has to like. Oh fuck, he did this. And then he actually did it after he stole it, wound up getting killed for his worries, and then next thing you know, here comes Naruto with the Shadow Clone Jutsu, perfected. Not only perfected, but had hundreds of those damn things out there. Protecting Haruka Sensei. In well, the not place. not hundreds, but he had maybe about ten or fifteen, and he caught that Is fucking he? one that would have killed Haruka Sensei. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. All right, so those are the top three. So that's well, like no, no, the first, top first three first, episodes. First three episodes. It's like two. So, Chris, would you like to talk more about Kakashi Sensei? Um, Kakashi is fucking awesome. He's amazing. Um. He is super disciplined. He's been Ambu since he was, like, teenager. He was, like, the only person that ever did better or younger than him was a young Itachi Uchiha. Um, But his dad was also the legendary uh, 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 Grey Wolf or the the Grey One or something like that. Yeah, Yeah, and and his, his dad ended up killing himself. And Kakashi's wondering, like, why did my dad kill himself? Which and you find is, out later on in the episodes why that actually happened. Yeah, but you you know it's there's a very long draw before you ever find out what actually happened, and you know that's when Kakashi goes through all his trials and all this and that because he's trying to become better than his dad, who disgraced himself. But then he's learning with this other team that makes him better, which gives him the philosophies later to create the perfect Team 7. Mm. Mm. And you're not wrong with that. Me being a friend of Naruto, I guess I am. So we have the copy ninja himself, <laughs> Kakasuke. We have Sasuke. We have Sakura. And then we also have a fourth person that plays so much... <laughs> besides, besides the ramen dude, we ain't gonna talk about the ramen dude. Oh, uh, you know, Ichiraku ramen! Because if I can't even pronounce Kakashi, I ain't gonna <laughs> get that right. Kakashi, I ain't gonna get that right at all. So we gonna get right into the third, the perv, Luke. Fitting that you want to talk about the pervy sage himself, Jiraiya. Talk to us about Jiraiya, Luke. Well, I mean, come on, the, it was the, like Jiraiya. Jiraiya's Jiraiya, Jiraiya Jiraiya's legacy was already handed down through, you know, through what? Um, Naruto's father, which everybody already knows. Is no, who? we don't. Minato Namikaze. Yes. Exactly. But now everybody knows because we're talking to people that ain't never but, seen Naruto. For a long time, that was one of the biggest mysteries <clears throat> in Naruto, like... Who was his father, and who was that fourth Hokage on the stone wall in right. the village? And, 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 and how? And, yeah. was 
sprays paint and shit all over it. Right. But, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Forgive me. Fuck I mean, the whole Coggies. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck the whole Coggies. <laughs> he really like, that's my dad. <laughs> well, he didn't know that at the time, and now he exactly. does. So. And old man Saratobi was his goddamn, that was his uncle hero. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, Jiraiya, I mean, he passed his legacy down through Naruto's father, uh, Minato. Uh, taught him the Rasengan, or did I get did I get that right? Rasengan, Rasengan, the, the Rasengan. So then you got uh, Naruto came later and actually developed his own way of well, really coming up with the Rasengan. But Jiraiya had a big part in both of their futures. I mean, not only that, but coming up from you know the uh, three originals, which was uh, Lady Tsunade and. Um, Orochimaru. Orochimaru. Oh, the three and legendary Sanin. Yes, the Sanin, right? And mm. then, I mean, his, his legacy passed down through that. It, it's it's amazing. I mean, just the way they talked about, you know, how uh, his life unfolded, you know, from childhood to, well, I mean, obviously he was always a perv from the get-go, but, I mean, that has absolutely nothing to do with, well, I guess it does. But the perv character <clears throat> or, or a character character type is prominent in most anime because even this one we have Jiraiya and then you also have Kakasuke and then even Dragon Ball you have motherfucking Roshi yeah, yeah Roshi. you got Master Roshi uh, and, Master uh, Roshi is King the, Kai. the Jiraiya of Naruto exactly yeah, Ross. yeah. and Kakashi's only per via Jiraiya's side hobby which is writing about a Romance, steamy romantic novel. Mm-hmm. Which, he, he, he writes some Fabio novels. And also, Jiraiya had white hair. Kakasuke had white hair as well. And he also... Mm-hmm. And it's one of the things too with Naruto. They always represent... And it's always like that reincarnation of the previous um, teams. So that just transfers over to the latest generation too. As well as the legendary sage team was Team 7. Uh, just a fun fact. Yeah, I mean, Jiraiya actually learning, you know, sage jutsu and all that other stuff. Mm. I mean, even in his younger years and everything, he didn't quite master it, but was able to, you know, realize that Naruto had the potential to actually, you know, master it at some point. And did he, did he try to master that before Uruchimaru? Uh, and was that the way for Uruchimaru to be like, oh, shit. There's honestly, a level, another level no. I can get to. Honestly, but then Uruchimaru already knew that. I'm, I'm going to agree with Ross and say no. no. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think so. Uh, uh, all three uh, of them were technically geniuses. No, but well, Jiraiya actually mastered Nature Chakra to pull a full, complete uh, summoning and maintain the summoning. Prior yeah. than the other two, correct? Yeah, yes. and then Sanade mastered it, and then she learned that whole new... Uh, the the chakra the, the mark the thousand yeah and she took it to a whole nother level on her so, aspect of jutsu and then of and course Orochimaru if he would have just mastered the actual jutsu instead of fucking even though he was good at summoning snakes so was he he, uh, he fucked up because he was pursuing multiple jutsu so my well, thing his, is his, was his so they already knew about the sage mode well I, but I, was Jiraiya but wait 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 but was Jiraiya the first one to actually like no Orochimaru was so yeah, Orochimaru, Orochimaru, that's what my question was. was so he was yeah. already in it like oh I'm going and he gave up on focusing it. on it yeah okay. as opposed to going to like I'm gonna know everything as opposed to mastering snake jutsu but his snake jutsu was still strong enough 
to yes. fight against the slug and the fucking toad jutsu in the one Sonic bottle uh, when I don't know. It's like towards the end of actual Naruto, Word. Yeah. like right before uh, Shippuden when yeah. they showed the the actual potential of the legendary Sonic. Like, oh shit! Like these motherfuckers are super bad. Exactly. So I mean, with with Jiraiya being you know, perceived as, you know, a legacy on his own, or prodigy, if you would. Um, Jiraiya's, he became a master. Well, yeah, I mean, a master in his own right. He, yes. had, he had his own way of doing things uh, compared to the other Sanin. Um, Jiraiya's mastery wasn't quite complete when it came to nature. Obviously, that came out when he was actually fighting the Akatsuki. Mm. Uh, uh, especially in the face and everything because he kind of looked like a toad a little bit. Hell yeah. Which I, was one of the side effects. If you couldn't master nature's, uh, the nature energy... It took over you. You became nature itself. Exactly. So and, I'm so glad you brought up the Koski because <clears throat> I want to just segue this off to... You can't have a good show about a hero protagonist... Without you the have, evil. Exactly. Yeah. So, real quick. Favorite villains. Luke. Just one. Uh, Off top. You had to pick one of your favorite villains between Naruto and Shadubin. Uh Honestly, I'd probably have to put it down as Orochimaru, as much of a snake as he is. I mean, he always keeps popping up, and eventually he winds up doing the right Sometimes thing. Sometimes he looks so. like our, our first lady, too. Yeah. Well, Sexy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I saw that meme, yeah. when they put a hurt, Melania yeah. been like, I mean, Melania I mean, is him. From I mean, Naruto, I mean, yeah. like, just like in Revenge of the Fallen, the second Transformer movie, they had the pretender that was looked like a whole human, but inside she was a whole robot. That's how you feel about Rudy Morrow. Yeah, like he can be a just... whole bitch, but in sense, in the same time, he's a whole snake inside. Luke. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Word. All right, that's that's cool. Do what you do. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like that. So, Ross, who would you say is your favorite villain in Naruto? Dang it, dang it, dang it. There's too many. But if I'm going to have to choose one off of a flip of a coin, I'm going to have to go with my very first one. So that's Haku. Not Zabuza, but Haku. Why Haku? Well, so I know the difference between the manga and the TV show is... They made Naruto think it was he was talking to a the girl, and then a he boy. found out. Yeah, no, in the in the TV show it was a girl, and then he found uh, he thought. He was, well, they later he found was, out that he was a boy. Yeah, he thought he was talking to a girl, and then he found out it was a boy. But in the manga, he was talking to a girl the whole time. And, and mm, yeah, thinking it was a boy. So, but it actually was a girl yeah, in the Japanese version. In, yeah, in the Japanese version. But past that, it's just a pure fact that, like, Naruto thought that this one person was one way, only to find out it was another way. But yet, only to find out, like, this person was this way because how they were raised and the fact that they were trying to get revenge upon the person that they were raised by. Both her and the person that was raised by them both found out, like, they were doing things kind of wrong and tried to change things at the end. But yet... They were the two greatest foes that brought out the most out of Naruto, Sasuke, and Sakura, which made them go into the path of what they were going into throughout the whole franchise. 
Word. So my favorite villain of Naruto will be the Leaf Village itself. Because these motherfuckers didn't give a fuck about this little orphan dude. He was just trying to live his life. They shitted on him. He had nothing to do with nothing, but they always ragged on him. And it just shows you how society will play you the fuck to the left, even though your whole existence is created to keep you guys safe. And even when he was a young numbskull, he was out there trying to do the best that he could for the village hidden in the leaves. And then when he left to get his boy Sasuke, he was still doing that for the betterment of the squad of his village because he knew if he could get Sasuke back, they would be stronger. And if Sasuke's not there, Sasuke is also what? A potential threat. I think it was kind of more along the lines of him actually just trying to look out for something that he never had before. Exactly. And, and his community. To back to him. And his community. No. All he wanted to do was be accepted. And the well, Leaf he, Village he did also, not let him be right. him. Right. They saw him as a problem. But right. he also looked up to Sasuke, and that's where the jealousy came from. Exactly. And unbeknownst to, to him, more, yeah. Sasuke was going through the same shit because the mm-hmm. village. Also, not all Turn, the well, whole they, they turned on. They turned on the Uchiha clan. Exactly. Yeah, um, Unbeknownst yeah. because that nigga Donzo. Yeah. Well, or, I mean, Donzo was a freaking snake. Well, they didn't find out until later it was Donzo. But he was shut out because of a plan unbeknownst to him that caused a rift between him and his brother, which is a huge, huge fucking part of the goddamn story. Which could have been his own anime in itself. That's true. Exactly. It could have been. It, was like, it could still have a spinoff of the Uchiha clan or something. Exactly. And Chris, favorite villain? Uh, my favorite villain um, is also probably the best fight in the whole series currently, even now Boruto stuff. Uh, Pain, the original yeah. member of the Akatsuki, someone that was trained by Jiraiya and thought he was left and denied by Jiraiya, and him and these other two uh, Village of the Mist ninjas created this outrageous legacy that was going, thank you, Ross, that was going to fucking shut down the ninja way well, I mean, I don't think that was their complete intention. Their intention was to actually just, you know, get no, rid of like, no, no, like literally their intention was, was to prove <laughs> that, that everybody's doing it wrong. Yeah. This like is organization. They were that's why they were trying to get like we will to we will eliminate evil even if we have to become the evil. evil. So, so, yeah. so would you say that's more of one of the reasons Jiraiya put so much focus into Naruto because he left a group of orphans to their own devices. There was, there, there was, there was, no, there was a lot of guilt there. Yeah. And Jiraiya acknowledges the guilt and, uh, a young, uh, pain. I can't think of his name now. It was literally like, uh, it was very similar to Naruto, but he, he, this kid was like, like, oh, and the only time he ever saved anybody or did anything is when his friends were in absolute danger, and he went into the Renina gun, and that's when you learn one of the most elusive uh, ocular jutsus from this young character that is Pain Nagato, I believe his name. Yes. Uh, his name was uh, Nagato. So for you, Luke, it could be like how Klaus felt resentment towards Michael not giving a fuck about him, so when you seen a little slave 
Marcellus. He was like, let me take Marcellus underneath my wing type vibe. That's what it's like. That's what I'm comparing it to. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I could see. I could see. Yeah. I mean, I mean that, that that comes from you know his past. You know, when exactly. the uh, the original three members of the Kotsky and how he uh, took them under his wing. You know, he felt bad for them. I mean, they were war orphans and their villages. Orphans. Orphans. Yeah. And Word. he fell up into that village as well as he <clears throat> trained them and then left them and said, I'll be back. And it was like right. five well, years before he came back. Well, when he came, came back, woo. it was too late in his eyes. And, yeah. And, and mean, he didn't realize that they had grant, granted, progressed. Granted, I mean. Faster I, than what I, he thought they would. Mm-hmm. Granted, I think, yeah, it was like, you know, he's got some guilt about leaving them behind. But I, I mean, mean, he did say. No, there was a ton of guilt. Like, yeah, no, Jariah was. In his all about his yeah. pupils, all about his disciples. Jariah was trying to find the hero that he was writing about in his books, mm-hmm. even was, though his books were supposed to be sexualized romance novels. Nagato wasn't even his objective uh, as his first disciple or anything like that. It was uh, the only reason why he what, took on his, Nagato. Was because what he saw, what Nagato did when, uh, when um, the other two were in danger, sure. when uh, uh, Ren and or not Ren, um, thing in the Obito and fucking no, but, uh, it's not, no, yeah. Well, there was the origami, the chick that did yeah. like had like origami jutsu, and then there was the guy that was more aggressive. Uh, the orange was, hair, uh, yeah, yeah, word. And with that being said, because we're getting close to the end of this episode, just real quick, since you talk about how Pain was your favorite villain, we're just gonna and your favorite fight, we're just gonna talk about our favorite fights real quickly in this series. So, Chris, what about um, Pain versus? I'm assuming you mean Naruto, or was you talking about Jiraiya? Yeah, it's the it's the end of the Naruto saga. Um, I don't believe Jiraiya is dead yet. If I if I remember correctly, Jirai is not dead yet. Um, but Pain, they get in this big old fight with Ikatsuke. He destroys the Leaf Village. He um, when he destroys the Leaf Village, Naruto's fighting him to the the brink, like giving him everything he's got. And, oh, yeah. and Naruto's basically defeated. And the last person, unless you really pay attention to shit that's going on, uh, the last person to jump out and fucking save his ass. Comes and runs out. Uh, a young Hinata uh, comes out, hits uh, eight trigrams. Boop, boop, boop. I'm going to project fucking Naruto. I love Naruto. This is like the first time she the literally, <laughs> like, I love him. No, I will I will not let anything happen to him. And she fucking starts whooping his ass. And then he kills her. And when he kills her, Naruto goes into a full Nine Tails rage. Which I think to this day is still definitely in Naruto the number one fight scene, maybe the number one fight scene in most animes I have fucking watched. Mm. It spans across like two episodes, mm. but this fucking fight scene when Hinata dies is fucking insane. It's like the epitome. Like you don't fuck with anime, cool. But if you understand what anime is about, you can't watch this without being like... You don't even got to wow. understand anime. If you watch this clip of shit, like, oh, this person died in this... 
She just without guy, the contest. Yeah, and okay. you see this guy go nuts, and it turns into this crazy ass fucking fight scene where he's not winning, but he's still whooping the other guy's ass. It's like beyond fucking fantastic. Word. Like I don't even think Dragon Ball Z ever had a moment like that. Word. That's a whole maybe. Maybe Super. Maybe Super got. That's close, a whole different episode because I could talk about some Dragon Ball Z fights. Luke. Favorite fighter in Naruto? Uh, well, originally mine was going to be about the same as uh, Chris's, but it uh, still can. You, you just say you agree. Elaborate but on want, that. I, 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 go, but I, I do. Go but, but I do agree with. I do agree with that. But there is one that was actually just one notch just above that, go ahead. which was the final fight scene between Naruto and Sasuke Ooh! after they defeat Kaguya Okutsuke. Akutsuke? You talking about the end of it all? After they like they fought together, all three of them. When they lost their arms, the whole nine yards. Yeah, when it goes to Boruto. Well, you get you get a couple filler episodes because the marriage. I mean, I mean, I mean, the 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 reason the reason behind that is right after the actual final fight, the final fight. You see the rivals. Yes, well, I mean, the, 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 I mean, there's like two reasons why that is one of my favorite fight scenes. First one is because it's reminiscent from one of their first fights when they were at the statues. Mm. If you remember when they both, uh, Naruto used a resing gun, when he first learned how to use a resing gun, and Sasuke was... Um, using the curse mark. Using, using the, curse the curse mark, mark, and he was in full curse mark mode the whole nine yards. Going to a controlled right. three-tail Naruto or four-tail Naruto. Uh, I think it was about three-tail or something like that, you know, about that. And, uh, you know, when they fucking collided and created that massive, you know, I, it's not black hole, but, yeah, black energy they, sphere. They, well, they and, created that, that, that blast zone. Yeah, that, that blast zone, you know. Exactly. It's like, so, I mean, that was part of it. For me, and then you know they they brought that into the last fight scene, brought the same sort of features to it, which was pretty awesome in my opinion. But um, the other part was you know towards the ending and everything, how Sasuke actually you know started realizing it's like oh maybe I've been wrong the entire time, and then Naruto's you know whole reason for going after Sasuke has you know finally come to an end. His journey has finally been completed. Word. You were never my friend, but you were always my friend. Aww. And I never gave up on Aww. you. Yeah, exactly. Wait, tears. Yeah. Roscoe, your favorite fight in Naruto. I'm sorry, Luke. I have to disagree with all of that statement. Nah, that's well, fuck Roscoe. That's number four. <laughs> that, that number that's four for thick list. white bitches. <laughs> that's, number, that's number four on my, my scenes. But no, my number one fight scene which does be the pain fight scene by a tad bit, you better not will say be the final fight scene between Sasuke and Itachi. Oh, yeah. That was a, that was a good one, too. The oh. first, we actually think yeah. we get a fight scene and we get a death, only to find out that they were in Jinjitsu, technically finding out what they're going to do with these eyes, only for us to really these get into eyes. the real... Fight of the battle, where they're not just seen only a lot using of things, their but eyes, but not only do we get that, we get a whole temple get destroyed. Sasuke then he about to die, only for Itachi to be like, "You finally passed your test. I have to tell you, I've been poking your head all Bazinga. this time since you <laughs> was a child to tell you I loved you." He showed him everything and why he became the evil. 
to make Sasuke more powerful, what, even though Sasuke to, still went did, down the wrong path. And what made it even more better is the whole fact that Toby told him why... So, why Itachi? Toby didn't tell him this shit until after Kakashi made him realize, like, yo, motherfucker, I loved you, and this shit just never happened. And then all of a sudden he was like, I loved you too. That's why I gave you my eye. And now I'm going to, like, I mean, here's the, speak, speak come on. It's always been. Oh, come on. It's always been Obito. Come on. Fucking, I'm sucking you up. Come on. Fucking all gone. Word. Well, thank you, Ross, for that. But my favorite fight is the best fight. The whole fucking series. Oh, yeah. I don't care what anybody has to say. Because guess what? Besides, who's the bitch? The white Zetsu bitch? Uh, the mama no. of all Jitsus? That no, was Kaguya uh, Kusuke. Yeah, no. besides her, fuck that hoe. Kaguya. It was that yeah, boy. Kaguya Kusuke. It was that boy Madara. He came down. He fucked up everybody. No, no, stop, 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 stop. But he can do shit. When it came to that boy, God Sensei, and he oh unlocked God. all those oh gates God. on that ass all and five. released all, all eight. All eight. The eight, 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 eight yeah. And he released that red dragon oh and God. almost ended the whole series yeah. right yeah. there. Because from this series, we heard about the eight gates. From Rock Lee to Guy Sensei, and we finally get that payoff when Guy Sensei said, "No, I'ma let it go because if I don't, we might not live." See, and I'm he not, came, wait, I'm, wait, 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 and he came so close. This is true. So this close, so true. To dead end the main baddie. No, he, he literally he told him like, so "You true. fucked me up. You almost." Killed me. It took a whole plethora of ninjas to come at me, but you, one you, person, one person, one person, fucked me up. If you had a little more time, just like Goku did to Jiren in a uh, oh, tournament yeah, of power, or yeah. if Goku had a little more time, but Goku if, had Goku almost had to die before that even. No, happened. but just like God, Goku, if God had like five more minutes, he, he would have killed Madara. True, but even Madara was like. Damn, I'm glad you stopped because yeah. you had my ass. Well, didn't that no, one point? He didn't hit that, that one point? He, he actually said he was like, "You are the best fighter I think I've yeah, ever fought." Yeah, he literally tells him, "He's like, you're the only pe- you're the only person that ever gave me a challenge." Yeah, okay. Yeah. And it was after he struck him with that was supposed to be. Oh, uh, it was uh, what was it? The air punch? And I don't know honestly, what it was. No, but, but honestly, when you see him fading out, and I was gonna give someone else the opportunity to actually give this. The best fight in Naruto or Shippuden ever, but still paid is my number one. But um, uh, super close number two or tied for one, and at the end you see it fizzling it out. Like Guy Sensei, the spirit of youth, <laughs> the spirit gave it its all, and then Naruto comes in one of his clones Sage Mode. <laughs> Save You're him. not gonna so, die today. Exactly. So, like you were saying about with Pain versus Jiraiya, like those couple episodes, that guy Sensei Madara fight was a couple episodes too. And we were sitting there, even though, like, being a real fan, we knew he was gonna get the win because it's not called the guy show, it's called well, Naruto. Right. I but thought, just in that oh. moment, like, we watched all these episodes, hearing about but, all these gates, and it was unlocked. And Guy was like, well, Oh, but, shit, but, but, them thought, gates were that. I thought, but, but, but you know, but you know what, though, I was like, I think Guy was probably one of the most underrated characters in Naruto. No, shit. no wait, 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 no, wait, 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 wait
Because if y'all could control yourselves, can't. We could do this real quickly. Can't. <laughs> so I'm gonna say something real quick. I just want to name. No explanation. Sure. Strongest. No. Characters that should have got more shine or didn't get that opportunity to shine more. First name only basis. Luke, go. Uh, Rockley. Conqueror. Ross. Kanahamaru and his crew. You gotta shine. No, 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 Thank Luke for being a guest. Thank you once again, Chris, for having us in your domain, letting us record here, and being a part of the hosting cast. Ross, as always, got host. I'm yours always, Kels for show. And we also always end the segment with a part called Yo, Check It Out. So this is going to be where we just give recommendations of an anime series. If you watch Naruto, you love Naruto, this is what you should watch. So, Ross, real quick. Not just in the Naruto base, because I'm not going to go for Shoujin anime, but I will go with the one anime I will always recommend, which will be a topic later on in one of these uh, subjects, which will be the one and only Death Note. Luke, what would you recommend? For people that are fans of Naruto. Yes. Uh, Of Naruto? Well, I mean, there's a lot out there, really. But I you mean, only have to pick one. I only have to pick one. I would probably say Bleach. Okay, all right. I mean, what about you, Chris? You mean Bleach? <laughs> bleach. But bleach. Um, Ichigo. Ichigo. <laughs> you're looking for a similar feel to Naruto, Hunter Hunter, a young gone fricks. That is your new Naruto. And for myself, I'm gonna go with Black Clover. And because it's one of those series that was so much like Naruto, I stopped watching it because it was too much like Naruto. So I was like, fuck it. I should just watch Naruto. But it was still good. I still plan on finishing finishing it at some point in time. You want to know a young Astra story? Mm. And with that being said, um, we're going to leave this episode with um, a song from Prefab Soul called Jettison. And if you've been listening to the latest episodes, we've been um, featuring one track from his EP. You can find that shit on YouTube. And here's another one for you. And as always, guys, be one or be nothing. Be kind, people.